to bet it all. This is Bet MGM Tonight, live from BetQL. And 30 minutes away from Game 3 of the NBA Finals. You got all the fans standing outside, pretending they care about this team, but won't actually show up till halfway through the first quarter. No, they show up for the playoff games more. I feel like to give the Miami Heat fans a little more credit, at least then. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to be fine. I think they'll show up. <laughs> I mean, listen, it's definitely a much more important game than a regular season game. So there we are. Trista Crick, Nick Ash, you bet MGM tonight. You can watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash betql, YouTube, the Odyssey app. Of course, you miss anything throughout the show. Like, subscribe, the podcast, bet MGM tonight, wherever it is that you get your podcast. Bam on a bio warming up. Love it. He's in for a big game. Trista and, in, are in, and I are in on that as well. So let me get your take, too, on the, the live situation, Trista. I do want to do that. But first, we have to make sure that we get Pam Maldonado's feelings on this as well. Of course, betting analyst for Yahoo Sportsbook. We can get into the Canadian Open, and we can get into the NFL with you, too, and we will. But holy crap, Liv and the PGA Tour merged yesterday. I still can't yeah. get over it. I don't think any of us can get over it. What was the most surprising? There was not a rumor. There was no inkling that this was going to happen. I think from like the business side, you could probably expect that down the road, maybe, but it was blindsided everyone. Not a single person seemed to have known about the situation. And I think that's what was most shocking. Do you think it actually happens because the Board of Governors uh, have to still approve it? It feels like there's leaks coming out. PGA Tour players are saying anonymously that they think uh, Jay Monahan, who's going to be the CEO of this whole thing, supposedly, could be just done, that he doesn't survive this. There's a lot of, of controversy and hoopla. Like, where do you think this all goes? I mean, at this point, who knows? I think Rory McIlroy said it correctly, where he still believes that Liv is no longer going to be in existence, maybe even six months down the road, a year from now. What's the point? If you're merging the two, truly, like, what is the point? I think Liv eventually will. Um, I think I'm in agreement. I think eventually Liv will be cease to exist, and it's just going to go back to what it was. It's it's just so funny. You, you, you just don't know what to make of it. It's 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 craziness. Do you have, and we've talked to, you know, a few people about this on the show in the last 24 hours, and there's real, no, no really real consensus. So I don't think, do you have any idea what this will look like? Not, not the business side of things, but events and stuff. Like, are they going to take some live ideas for some events? What are they, what ideas is there to take? I don't like the three, <laughs> three day format. I guess, and, and, and no cuts. I mean, I don't ne- know. Never, <laughs> never. I, the, I could not ever envision the PGA dropping down to three uh, three days, um, only being 50-ish players, there's not anything. Maybe what? Go to some more local events? Maybe, I'm not sure. There's just not really anything. Like, you can look at the XFL and say, hey, you know what? The NFL really needs to adopt this rule. It could really be beneficial to the player's health. I don't see anything of benefit taking from the live and applying it to the PGA. I think the PGA is great format for what it is now. It's the best of the best, and it's very difficult to win a golf tournament, so it makes it that much more uh, special, unique. It's like the World Series of Poker. Now there's a bracelet every week for three months. It holds less importance, but the PGA still holds supreme. So I think we lost. Uh, I th- yeah, we, do we have Pam? Yeah, some, the sound and sound is not coming through. So let's yeah. hold on this. It's not. I don't think it's on your end, Pam. No, it's so definitely we'll work with not. That. But uh, well, you know what, Trista? We can just at least while we wait to get the uh, the thumbs up here. 
your thoughts on this whole live yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't understand, and I'd love to hear from Pam, and I'm sure she's in the back end listening uh, to this as well, and I'd love to get her thoughts. It's like, what's the point of doing this if the live's going to go out of business, and we knew that they were on their last leg, and the PGA Tour isn't getting anything out of it. Mm -hmm. So if the Liv's going out of business and the players are going to come back into the PGA Tour fold, why even make this move at all? Why be mm -hmm. owned and controlled and funded by sovereign Saudi wealth funds? Why would you allow the sports to be controlled by the Saudis? Because bright green. Bright <laughs> yeah, green I mean, I, I, I guess, but that's I don't think that overall that's a great strategy. No, and that's that's the reason why most people don't like it well they say it publicly oh it's how many people did you hear say you know though it's going to be good for golf it's going to be good for golf i think they're being told to say that I, oh yeah you think absolutely I think, I think you're you're nailing that on the head and like what does that mean in terms of how what people can say do you know what i mean like what things you're going to be allowed to to comment on because Mm -hmm. Ultimately, we know, and I hate to get to this point, but ultimately we know that there was a Washington Post journalist that was yes. talking about Saudi Arabia who got chopped up in a little pieces. Like, where does that extend yeah. to the sports world? There's a reason why John Feinstein, the legend, came on with us yesterday and called it blood money. Yeah. You know, and that's that's part of it. But if we're being honest here, everybody's doing the pearl clutching with this, but there's there's a lot of shady business going on in just about all businesses, but people don't like to talk about it until it affects them more directly. What do you think, because I did all this yesterday with Sean, so I've gotten all of it out of the way for me. What do you think any of this will look like in terms of different events, any any anything that could look like a live maybe tournament? Some, maybe some team play. Mm -hmm. Like maybe like a, you know how we get matchups that we yeah. can bet? Maybe there's like a team or you go and play, you know, four ball golf. Uh like you end up you end up playing four like a four man golf uh like you go out with your friends on a Saturday or a Sunday and like you you play individually but you also have a team game going. Like maybe there's something like that where you get assigned a, a playing partner and then I don't know. I it's it's very weird to me. It's, it's, it's very weird. Do we have to Pam me. back? Are you there? You got cut off halfway through what you were saying about what you think it'll look like, Pam. Oh, no, I'm in agreement. Nope. I think that's the yeah, only thing that still we still don't have her. Still don't have her. I swear, Pam, we love talking to you. This is not not, not us doing this. I All of a sudden, that. I got, uh, like, Latin pop in I my do ear. I like Latin music. Though. I don't hate it. Huh. I just, not when Pam's talking. Right. There's a time and a place for all music, you know, or interruptions like that. So, you know, here we are. I, I mean, I at this point now... Uh, it, there's a lot up in the air. There's actually a market out there. It's offshore. Oh, God. Are, are, are you sure? Are we sure? Hi, Pam. I'd like to see if you can speak Hi. and I can hear. Yes. There she is. Thank God. <laughs> so let's just try this again. We heard some of what you had to say about what you think these events could look like, if anything, once this whole thing comes together with Liv and the PGA. Krista nailed it. The only thing that we can come out of this is possibly more team play. But other than that, we're not going to drop down to three days. We're not going to lower the player field from 150 to 40, 50. There's nothing that you can pull from the live tour that says this is going to be beneficial to the PGA. So what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Why Why do you think Jay Monahan at this point made that move? We didn't, like you said, there was no leaks. And if Liv's going under, why now? What is it that he stands to gain from this, given the fact that overall it's a PR nightmare? Money talks. Um, I think Brooks Kepka probably because of 
not just Brooks Kepka, um, as well as he's been playing, the Live guys. They came back into the mix, and they have clearly shown that they can be away and play three days of golf and be just as competitive as the players who are playing four days. So because of that, let's just bring in the popular players again. Brooks Kepka probably had some level of importance to we need him back on the PGA. He's getting a lot of hype. He has he brings in a lot of media attention. So it's beneficial more so more, more so for from that perspective. Um, but money talks, money over morals. So the Netflix de- documentary that's super popular, Full Swing, yeah. was apparently filming uh, these oh, players yeah. when the news of the merger oh, broke. Uh, you think that they end <laughs> up? You think they end up finding a way to get that out to the people? Like, do you want to see this live reaction? Hundred percent. That is going to be in. That's going to be what's publicized. That's going to be the cliff note that you see. That's going to be the trailer. That's going to be the tweet. That's they're going to hit on that really hard. All right. So let's look ahead to the Canadian Open with you, Pam. Uh, Rory McIlroy is actually the two-time defending champion. It's a it's a weird situation because there's like a gap and they didn't play, and then now you're at a course too that has. I mean, it, it hasn't really held any major turn or any events, big events like this ever. Uh, give us a little bit of a layout of the course and maybe who benefits from this. So the course, basically all you can do is take an aerial view from YouTube videos and get a sense of what this course offers. But all I can see is that it's narrow fairways. But if it's anything like RBC Canadian tournaments in the past, it should be a fairly easy course. You're talking about in the last four years, 19 under or better has been the winner. I expect very much the same here. Narrow fairways, but that's pretty much the only trouble that these players are going to have. Other than that, fading Roy McIlroy seems to be a no-brainer of a play this week. Yes, he is one of the best players on tour, but not only is he struggling with his irons, with his short wedges, which is what this course could offer, he's struggling with his putter. He hasn't put together four complete rounds, and he is at the center of all of this live merger drama. I don't know where his head is going to be, and I'm never one of those people that says, fade the storylines. In this case, you fade the storyline, because Rory McIlroy himself, he said that he felt like he was a sacrificial lamb. I don't know how you just come in and compete this weekend with that on your mind. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Tommy Fleet was 20 to one. Uh, He's interesting for not just an outright, but a top 20. Currently 11th in one putt percentage, 22nd in putts per round, 36th in putting average. Putting, like you said, is going to be key at the RBC, especially with these shorter holes. Do you like his chances? Like, What, what other players, uh, in addition to him, do you also like? I don't like taking players who have who are coming off a miscut, and that's what happened with Fleetwood at the Charles Schwab. He had a miscut, but it's more so... Maybe if you did bad with your, your short game with your putter, I can probably forgive you. But he lost four strokes with his irons, and that is very troublesome for me. Um, a player that typically gains, he's one of the better ball strikers, um, not top 20 or anything, but he is good with his ball striking, but he relies heavily as of late on his short game. I'm not one to back a player like that, um, but we don't know about this course. We have no course history. We don't know what skill set is going to come into play. But if you're talking about your mid to short irons, I'm not confident that Fleetwood can probably rebound from that. So he did not make my list. But I wouldn't blame you if he did had a, if you did bet him in the top 20 market because he was on a roll there, three straight top 20 events prior to the miscut at the Charles Schwab. Talking to Pam Maldonado, BetMGM tonight. I know you're a Jaguars fan, so we just jump over to the NFL here because I am looking at right now not only a team that I love this season and the favorites to win their division, 
I'm looking at a stadium rendering that looks absolutely incredible for this team. The Jags are about to be what the Bengals were. I feel like they are on that trajectory where they're about to be one of the best teams in the AFC, and they got a new stadium that looks incredible. Maybe. You are speaking my love language right now. (laughs) Jags love, I appreciate that. No, but the first thing that I did, as soon as we all saw that tweet, the rendering of the new stadium, I instantly sent a message to one of my girlfriends, and I said, we're going, book your flights. As soon as this opens up, we are there. That's because I just went to Jacksonville to watch them win the AFC Championship against the Titans, and it was a lot of fun, but now I'm 10 times more excited about the not only the upcoming season, but definitely the future. Not only do they have a star quarterback, but I think they have the culture, and I'm a huge believer that if you have a good culture, we've seen it with the Lions, you can really develop something and develop your players into being better than what you would expect. Yeah, I hope they keep the swimming pools, though, because I think that's really important because that became part of their culture, and you might as well keep it. What, what do you think of the season for them in terms of win total? Do you see them as an 11, maybe 12-win team this season? They won lot nine last year. Um, I'm not that confident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would like to see them. Uh, they need to clean up on defense here. Uh, I need to see, you know, I need to see better – I just need to see better production on defense. We saw it in the, towards the end of the season. They were giving up a lot of plays. They were more of a second-half team. It, they were always a good play to fade in the first half, bet in the second half. I need to see you play four complete quarters. And once you can show that to me, I would say like in, within the next two years, two, three years, I'm confident that they can definitely come out with a win like that, um, a season win total like that. But for right now, I'm just looking for progression. So if they can still make it to the championship game, that's a good season for me. Really quick, because I didn't get your thoughts and just in terms of who did make the list for you uh, in the RBC Canadian. Who do you like this week? Yeah, I'm backing Terrell Hatton once again. I am on him absolutely every week for good reason. He has produced for me every week. His odds for a top 20 aren't great at minus 165. I strongly believe that he can come out with a win here. So 14-1 for the outright, plus 160 for the top 10. Those are good grabs. But I pretty much sound like a broken record. Who, like I am on Hatton every single week. He is third from Tita Green. He is first strokes game total. His problem area at the start of the season was in a short game. Hatton has cleaned that up. So he is a well-rounded player off the tee, around the greens. His putting is solid. Bent grass surfaces is one of his best. And he's one of the best ball strikers on tour. He's actually second best in the field. So com- find, combine that with his short game, I think we could definitely see Hatton snag a win this time. There you go. Pam Maldonado, Yahoo Sportsbook. Always good talking to you, Pam. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Pam. It is wild. I mean, it's a a course that you haven't had any, like, any real events like this before. So nobody really knows. Not even that. You can't even get any photos or, like, there's just, like, no renderings. It's mysterious. It really is. It feels like a live event, actually. Nobody knows anything about it. Yeah. Yeah.